He's been seen on CNBC, the Fox News Channel, and the Fox Business Channel. His articles can be found on MarketWatch, Seeking Alpha, TheStreet.com, and many other places. He's the author of the weekly Best Stocks Now newsletter and the inventor of the Best Stocks Now app. He's president of Gunderson Capital Management. Here is professional money manager, Bill Gunderson. And welcome to the uh, Tuesday. It is the Valentine's Day edition of the Best Stocks Now show with uh, professional money manager Bill Gunderson and uh, chartered financial analyst Barry Kite. And, uh, you know, the market's been all over the place. We've had more volatility in the last uh, two hours than we've had uh, all year long, it would seem. But right now, the market seems to love what we got this morning from the CPI report. Uh, with the Dow now up 11 points, 34,257, but it's the NASDAQ where the love is showing up the most. The NASDAQ's up 79 points right now to 11,970. Who's the guy that said the NASDAQ has bottomed and uh, golden crosses are in place, Barry? Well, yeah, I think it was somebody on this show. He's I, got a pretty successful radio show, I think. Yes. I've heard of him. <laughs> S&P up 14 points today, 4,151. Crude oil is a downer. It's down $1.52 to 78.62. Gold is going nowhere again uh, as the dollar has strengthened. Killed the gold, killed the rally in precious metals. Uh, Gold is up 10 cents back in that 1800 area, 1863. Uh, silver's up a penny to 21.86. The 10-year is pretty happy, I suppose. It's up one basis point to 3.73%. So welcome to today's uh, Best Stocks Now show uh, with professional money manager Bill Gunderson, president of Gunderson Capital Management, and I'm here with chartered financial analyst, Barry Kite. Barry, uh, we'll get into the uh, CPI report in a little bit, but I will say this, okay? Before the CPI report came out, the markets were pretty buoyant, really. And, uh, you know, yesterday the Dow was up 377 points. Uh, The NASDAQ was up 174 points yesterday. And uh, as I uh, got ready uh, to do my research this morning, the futures were looking pretty good. And then the CPI report came out at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The initial reaction was really no reaction at all. It came in line. We're happy. This is what we expected. Then all of a sudden, the futures went way down. I think the Dow might have been down 190, something like that. And then all of a sudden, the futures turned around and went way up. And uh, the Dow was up about 190, and then they started to settle again, okay? Then the market opened, and the market opened with a thud. Uh, The Dow was down maybe 100. Uh, The NASDAQ was down 40 or 50. I looked at our uh, stocks, and we actually were doing quite well. A lot of good tech stocks performing. We were up as the market opened, and I thought, you know, I bet it looks a lot better under the surface uh, than it does on the surface. And sure or not, uh, I saw uh, 
a lot of good action underneath the surface, and now here the markets have gone positive. So, uh, well, and as you mentioned yesterday, they changed, you know, some, they changed some of the formulations, right? So, it, yes, you know, that first right. number, you had to see the number, and then you had to kind of dive into some of the numbers. And I think, you know, overall, you know, really, I think the, you know, markets are looking, for, seems to be looking for a reason, you know, not to go up. Right. And so, in other words, you know, I think the, I think you have to have some big surprises right in the wrong direction for kind of uh, to, you know, to really kind of, you know, dr- push the market back at this point. And you know, similarly was the, you know, think about the jobs report. Right. Uh, 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 you know, the, the big one uh, a couple of weeks back, that was a surprise. Right. And of course, the market, you know, went down. But I think, you know, the market really seems like it wants to melt up. And, you know, this report really didn't. Didn't seem to put any, you know, throw much uh, ice or cold water on it. No. Now, okay, as you look at the uh, CPI report, I, I mean, there's, look, there's the core number, there's the used cars, there's all kinds of different things. Super Food. core, you got super core now, it's a third, third version of it. <laughs> do, do you see any reason why we should change our own uh, prognosis that we'll get three more rate hikes and they'll be done at 5.25 they won't be maybe not done but they'll pause do you see any reason for them having to step up and do more than that right you now know, I, I don't you know I, I think i think once they you know and we're going to know a lot more from the next meeting because they actually do the dot plot again right and we'll have kind of you know what they what they think that terminal rate is and they haven't done you know i think they do that every few meetings so it's something they haven't done um, you know since probably uh, you know october or so of last year but yeah, I mean, I, I think I don't really see, you know, uh, unless you get, you know, it, you know, inflation's trending down. They said, you know, we all knew it's going to be sticky and, and, and it's not like it's just going to you know, fall off a cliff right again uh, and go right back down to 2%. So I think, you know, I think certainly the argument of, you know, getting to a level, right, and two more, whether it's two or three more, right, quarter point moves, and then maintaining at that level, right, for a period of time as, you know, as you kind of, um, you know, dampen demand over a longer period of time, and eventually rents uh, take at least a month to roll out of that CPI number. Uh, and you know, overall, you've seen where rents have come down, but it does take a while to to actually show up in that data set. Yeah, it's kind of lagging. Okay, so here's uh, it came in a zero point five month over month, uh, and uh, we were expecting zero point four. So you know, I mean, that's no big deal. One tenth of one percent. Then you have uh, the uh, core inflation came in at 0.4 versus 0.3. So that's just one basis point. It came in just a tiny bit more than expected. Now, here's the part that encourages me most, the goods, the goods. Core goods CPI came in plus 1.4% year over year. So goods, the cost of goods have really uh, dropped. And uh, in Coca-Cola, in their earnings report, they were saying the same thing, that they were seeing signs, big signs of disinflation in uh, in their industry where they're buying a lot of goods. Okay, now the one that comes in most worrisome, core services rise 7.2% year over year. Wouldn't you say that's mostly the tight labor market causing that? 
Certainly. Yep, I would. And that's, you know, and you're looking at, and we can kind of dive in some of the pieces, uh, you know, as we move through the show. But, you know, you know, the argument on the other side, right, is from a stickiness standpoint, right, is the fact that, you know, some of the things that have, where we've seen the most, you know, uh, most benefit in terms of you know, deflation are also some of the most volatile, you know, components, right? Obviously, energy, gasoline, uh, used car market, right? Those, I mean, minus 11 percent uh, you know of the year right uh, was you know just used cars and trucks um, nothing else was actually negative year over year if you look at the uh, the 12 month numbers so no. if you're not in the you know I always make the joke if you're not in the you know if you're not in the market for a used car well you haven't seen you know you know as much deflation if you will so, yes okay <laughs> if you only eat eggs you've, you've yeah seen a lot my of inflation. wife said that the <laughs> egg shelf was wiped out yesterday i don't know where it she was been. no it has been. is it's it true everywhere. yeah okay. i mean in other words we're used to have you know you know for the longest time used to have like two selection of eggs and then eventually right now we then we got accustomed to 25 selection of eggs and now we're like back to three and then and have you know Three-fourths of the shelf is empty, and you got two choices over here to the right. Well, you know, if my uh, HOA would allow chickens, I'd definitely have a little chicken coop going on here in the backyard. I had one in San Diego. We had one. We had a bunch of, man, you know, those are roosters. You can get some really beautiful, uh, well, we didn't have roosters. We had hens. Some of those red, some of them are red, some of them are, my wife, she had about five or six different kind of hens, and they lay different colored eggs. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was like Easter. I loved it. But, you know, I don't know about my HOA. I'd have to hide a chicken coop somewhere here. Uh, but we do keep. No roosters uh, allowed because you don't be waking up the neighbors. Yes. We keep tins of uh, of uh, powdered eggs, uh, you know, in the, in the emergency storage area just in case because eggs are used in a lot of recipes. Now, okay, here's my inflation report for the day. Uh, being Valentine's Day, $31.99 at the local, local supermarket uh, for a dozen red roses. Thirty-one ninety-nine. I can't ever, but I got $5 off with my Harris Teeter card. <laughs> and that's you delivering them yourself. <laughs> that brought me in at twenty-six ninety-nine. No delivery, nobody knocking at the door. Uh, but you know what? I don't ever remember paying. I'm thinking, I don't know what they were last year. Somebody knows, let me know. I'm just at the regular supermarket, Kroger, Harris Teeter here in our neighborhood. A few guys like me up, you know, desperate, panicky at 630 in the morning, uh, standing in line, uh, the self-checkout, uh, you know, the the water leaking all over us from the flowers. is thirty one ninety nine. Okay, when we come back, there's a lot. There's a lot to go over today. We'll be right back. Welcome back here to the uh, second quarter of today's Best Stocks Now show. Let's see how much the market moved in the last <laughs> two minutes. You know, look, hey, it's kind of uh, steadied here, steady as she goes. The Dow's up 40 right now. 
after the big CPI report this morning. The S&P is up 15. The NASDAQ is up 90 right now. So it's another growth stock uh, uh, rally going on. Uh, and as you know, you know we turn favorable towards growth stocks in late December, early January, as we started looking beyond the long, uh, arduous interest rate hike cycle as those 475 uh, basis points hikes in a row finally cooled off to a 50 basis point hike in, Jan- in December, a 25 basis point hike in uh, January. Uh, and uh, and uh, February we got so we've we, yeah we've had two 25s in a row right I think so uh, and then we're looking for two more uh, 25 or maybe three more and then done okay so that definitely the market looks forward and that's why you've seen a return to favor of the growth stocks the Nasdaq is whomping the net, the Dow this year so far. When last year the uh, Dow uh, ran circles around the Nasdaq uh, in that rising interest rate environment, which now seems to be coming to an end, hopefully. Yeah, an interesting thing is with the CPI report, and you know, really talk about uh, you know a non-event. I mean, you've got you know really the the you look at the ten-year. I mean, the ten-year is barely uh, barely moved today. I think it's up one basis point. Yeah. So, um, you know, so in other words. It didn't surprise, you know, CPI, of course, didn't surprise bond traders, it doesn't look like. So uh, from that aspect, you know, the uh, looks like the uh, equity markets are following suit. Now I'm seeing some uh, tweets here that watch out for the here's – what, here's what we need to worry about next, retail sales. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say UFOs. No, well, that too. <laughs> uh, retail sales uh, coming in, I think that's usually on Friday. Uh, yeah, it's going to come. Actually, let's see. I've got to add the, the little calendar, my little cheat sheet here. Uh, yes. Actually, it's actually going to come out tomorrow morning. Oh god! Um, you know, can we get a break? Can a guy get a break? <laughs> yeah, I tell you which one I'm interested in, in seeing is the uh, you know is is kind of the productivity surveys whenever they come out because you know you've got when you have unemployment as as, as low as it is. Right. And we've seen, you know, productivity has really taken a hit, obviously, since, uh, you know, since COVID. Uh, and so, you know, those you know, productivity goes you know, right into, uh, you know, unit costs. And so uh, if you're going to have everyone employed, if you can increase productivity, you actually help help bring down inflation that way. So, Well, I can't speak for you, but I know I've been a lot more productive here uh, the last several weeks. I don't yeah. know. It's the vitamins I'm on or whatever. Valentine's <laughs> like Day. It. Spending up 8.4%. That's what is expected year over year. $26 billion. Well, with rows of 31.99 a dozen. What's the real rate? How much of that is just inflation? 8% of that. 10% of that was your your flowers, which means Mm. actually 2% was spent with less. Super Bowl ratings up 1% from last year. They're giving uh, Rihanna credit. Not not, uh, Mayholmes, okay, and not. Not the Eagles, but Rihanna, uh, who, you know, I could do without myself. I'm not a fan of Rihanna, but whatever, I know. When I was at the Super Bowl, me years ago, Elton John. (laughs) <laughs> my, when he was in his prime, you know. Yeah, and my dad's, you know, my dad's pretty hip on the, on, you know, music, new and old, you know, new and old. And he texts me, and he's like, "This isn't a very good halftime show." And I'm like, I just you know, looking I, at that. I'm like, 
Well, I'm like, you know, his opinion. I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm going to go with his opinion on that. I love the theatrics of it. And it her was floating cool. in space. Yeah. That was all cool. But were those songs she was singing, or was a computer singing? And was it AI coming out of her mouth? Mm-hmm. Unemployment rate in the UK remains unchanged, three point seven percent. Okay, see, there's the problem. We have the same kind of unemployment right here, 3.7, and that's why you're seeing services remain high. That's the, that's the stickiest part of the unemployment picture. Well, Fed Vice Chair Lael Brainerd is going to lead the National Economic Council. So that leaves an opening there uh, on the Fed. Wasn't she uh, vice chair? Wasn't she vice chairman? If I'm she is uh, going to, she's oh. the vice chair of the Federal yeah, Reserve. Right, she's yeah. right, uh, Next to Jerome Powell. So I don't know if that's the first woman to be in charge of the National Economic Council. She's going to replace current director Brian Deese, who's stepping down after two years. Uh, so there's an opening now uh, in that uh, in, in the Fed. We'll see uh, who fills that opening. Uh, let's see. I don't like this story. U.S. to sell 26 million more barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Why? <laughs> We're shooting down balloons from China, and we're selling oil out of our strategic reserve. I don't like that story at is it, all. Is that, is that something? Does the Treasury get that to kind of stretch, use it to stretch out the uh, the debt ceiling debate? I'm not sure. Know. The Biden administration plans to sell another 26 million barrels of crude oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. It puts that will draw it down to its lowest level since 1983. Why? Stocks disconnected from reality. This got to be Morgan Stanley. Yep, I knew it. Mike Wilson. Mike Wilson must wake up every morning. And, uh, you know, it could be the sunniest day. Oh, look at that. There's a cloud in the sky. The stock market stumbled again. Morgan Stanley strategist Mike Wilson, who nailed the bear market call in 2022. Well, who couldn't have called that one? In 2022 with the Fed. Really? He nailed it. Says the lows for stocks won't arrive until late spring. In other words, the NASDAQ has not bottomed yet. The lows for the NASDAQ were 10,181. 10,181. And now we're up around 12,000. So according to Mike Wilson, everybody's entitled to their opinion he says we haven't seen the lows in the market. Late spring is when he says they'll arrive. Okay. Uh, but that's, uh, you know, he's been very, very, very negative for a long, long time. This is an interesting story here. <clears throat> and we need to, I need more, I need more details on this. Microsoft, which is up again today, a little bit, $1.66, uh, it continues to break out. They're going to roll out chat GPT for desktop use. Okay, so uh, I don't know if, what that means. It says the users of the Bing search engine. So does that mean if I go to the Bing search engine and say who's going to win the Kentucky Derby this year, 
Yeah, so it yeah, does. So at, well, at first you had to go to uh, the way I saw it is you got to go to Bing and sign up for the GPT function. I and, see. and I don't know if this means now that they're rolling it out where you don't have to sign up. I'm not sure, but that's uh, I'm, I'll, I'll look into it on the break. Yeah, but. check that out for me uh, because I want to start. I want to start testing out artificial intelligence to see if it's better than ours. You know, you and me together. Uh, you know, <laughs> test, to, test, what, out, test one out for an article. Well, for could seeking Chat out there, right? GPT do the show tomorrow, so I can go fishing. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, the market reacting well to the CPI so far. We'll be right back. This is Bill Gunderson. Thank you for tuning in to today's Best Stocks Now, Best Inverse Funds Now show. I put several hours of research in during the wee hours of the morning each day to bring you the very best cutting-edge stories that I can. To get two free weeks of my newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. To talk to us about our fee-based only money management services, call us at 855-611-BEST. Now, back to the second half of the show. Welcome back to the uh, Best Stocks Now show, the second half of the Best Stocks Now show. A lot of news in South Carolina today where we're uh, broadcasting from a train derailment up in the uh, Spartanburg area. That's the second big train derailment uh, in the last couple of weeks. There was one in Ohio uh, yeah, last was, week. Yeah, it was like the the, the chemical one, right? That was where they had yeah, some kind of uh, a lot of my, deadly chemicals, bad chemicals. Yeah, Spartanburg would be interesting to know. I mean, I know we've got you know we've got so many whether it's you know Volvo or you know Mercedes making their um, you know the 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 vans. You know, yeah, got, you know, uh, BMW. There's a you know, uh, there's no no telling where you know what uh, what the what the cargo was. I mean, I yeah, it's not some passenger. I, I haven't passenger heard. Lead. I mean, that's kind of a breaking story. Then we've got Nikki Haley, former governor, uh, throwing her hat uh, into the ring uh, in the presidential uh, race for twenty twenty six. Six twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. No, twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Ah, I mixed <laughs> yeah, up. Right. Okay, and uh, I've thought about going. She's going to uh, have a little speech in Charleston today or tomorrow. I thought about going. Uh, just it's just interesting, you know. It's history being made and. People throwing their hat in the ring, and then it's rumored we're going to a banquet on Thursday uh, with a lot of uh, leaders from uh, South Carolina. And uh, one of the speakers is going to be Tim Scott, our senator. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it seems Seen pretty likely a good, a good that bit here and there. he's going to throw his hat into the ring also. And let's not forget, where did the primaries begin this year? Right here in the Sheepshead State. Uh, of, of South Carolina. This is make where sure the, they know that's a fish. Make sure that's off the fish. reefs. That's we do have some sheephead in politics. That's not a mammal. That's not nope. a mammal. But the uh, sheephead bite at the reefs is uh, very good right now. I tested it last uh, week. Okay, now <clears throat> Lael Brainer. We mentioned that that strategic oil reserve. I don't like that story. Amazon is poised to boost, boost brick and mortar presence. Now I got to say. 
I'm pretty bullish once again on growth stocks. Uh, but I have a problem with Amazon still. And of all of the tech stocks, it has come up quite a bit off the bottom. Uh, but, you know, going in the bricks and mortar direction, it, their numbers have just really slowed down. Okay, their last four quarters, sales up 7%, sales up 7%, sales up 15 sales up 9 They've become a uh, about an 8 to 10% top-line grower. The bottom line has been atrocious lately. They've gone back to, uh, in fact, the last three, uh, they made three cents this most recent quarter. They made 28 cents last quarter, and the prior two were negative. Uh, I think uh, Bezos kind of stepped down <laughs> when things looked the best. I, I'm just not that, I'm not that positive. I know they're a dominant company, and but, man, they're, it just seems they're expensive their uh, overhead with all of the trucks and the vehicles and now to increase your bricks and mortar presence i don't know i think they're struggling a little bit that's just well, me and they got big quick i mean i mean i mean they were already big but in terms of you know how many people they hired for example i think they hired a million people or so some crazy number during the you know since the pandemic um you know so you're naturally going to have you know growing pains that way of course you know Lots of their you know costs, as you've you know have you've highlighted a, a bunch, is you know their cost structure uh, is very you know they're 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 on the front lines of getting hit with absolutely uh, inflation, and you know one of their you know one of their deals is being the fact that they're a value proposition, right? It's kind of like uh, you know it's a, it's kind of the old, you know Walmart roll you know rollback prices that type of thing, and yep. you know and in this environment, it's uh, you know it's a it's a it's a tough business to be in, usually a low margin business. Uh, and you know any kind of little hiccup um, in in that you know in the retail side of things, and that's going to hurt you know hurts Amazon. Yes. Now the other uh, one here is uh, the another one that has their sales just plummeting. Coinbase. Okay, I would not own Coinbase. I have it on my list of uh, potential short plays. Coinbase lost eleven dollars and eighty nine cents per share uh, last year. They're going to lose five dollars and nineteen cents this year. But guess who's buying? Kathy Wood's ARK Fund buys $9 million worth of Coinbase shares, even as regulatory scrutiny heats up. She still has a million-dollar call out there on, on, uh, on Bitcoin. The cruise line, they call this, did you know that this is wave season? People booking cruises. Ah, you I know, thought it I was got, burrito. I didn't know it was burrito yeah. season. Now it's wa- now uh, now wave it's wave season, season is very okay. strong. But here's my uh, thing: I've watched these cruise lines, Norwegian Royal uh, uh, Carnival. They have floated so many shares. They have taken on so much debt to survive that uh, whole COVID thing. I wouldn't invest in them, but yeah, go on a cruise. That's a lot of fun, and I'm still waiting for a substitute for the diesel fuel that they they burn going to the Bahamas and the. It's gonna be a sale. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a sale. Yeah, I mean that's really the only choice other than a nuclear nuclear, I suppose. But you're certainly not gonna make it on wind and uh, uh, and solar power. Not or plugging power. in yeah. plugging in that ship when it comes in. Tesla's got another problem. Uh, Tesla faces a union push at the Buffalo, New York plant. Uh, they're trying to unionize. Uh, they want higher wages and job security. 
as well as a cutback in production pressure. I guess they're beating them with a whip or something. People are being treated like robots as a union organizing committee member. I don't think that's, I don't think Elon Musk is real uh, favorable towards uh, unions, uh, but we'll see what they can do there. Okay, there's uh, <clears throat> the oil industry. Well, Coca-Cola, they smashed organic sales expectations. KO, it was a knockout uh, earnings report. But you know what? You're talking about a low single-digit war- uh, uh, grower, a low single-digit growth company, uh, dominant company around the world, yes, but, you know, when you don't have growth in earnings, where's the capital appreciation going to come from? I look at this stock several years ago, and it was a $55 stock. Today it's a $60 stock. It basically goes nowhere. You're going to get a dividend of 2.9%. So I just have always said, you know, best stocks now are stocks that are kind of in their prime now. You know, Coca-Cola was in its prime uh, many years ago, as it as, as it covered the world uh, with Coca-Cola. Okay, here's a really good report here this morning out of Global Foundries. This one is on my list. I've owned it in the past. It kind of fell a little bit. The semiconductors went out of favor. Now I see some pretty nice action. And here's the big thing. We're starting to get a good look into 2024. Okay. We have earnings estimates for this year. Those have been out there for quite a long time. Uh, but now we're starting to get estimates into 2024. Global Foundries is one of the few companies out there that actually makes semiconductors. You've got Taiwan Semiconductor. You've got United Microelectronics, both out of Taiwan. Uh, Global Foundries, which went public here recently, they're looking for 39% growth next year in earnings. And they had a really good earnings report here this morning. Uh, and uh, I think they're going to establish themselves uh, as a you know a pretty good growth stock. The stock is at 4.9% this morning. They beat earnings by 12 cents, and they beat revenues by 30 million another stock that's doing really well here recently a big big comeback here for marriott travel travel is booming once again Uh, people are flying the airports are full Uh, they're booking cruises during wave season Uh, they're uh, booking hotel rooms uh, having fun again Uh, marriott rises on earnings beat I looked at Marriott yesterday, and I liked what I saw. I updated my uh, my uh, target price uh, on it. I see 88% upside potential right now uh, on Marriott using a multiple in the 24 area. Uh, pretty good company uh, over the years. And then we have one that's blowing up to the upside here today, Arch Capital, which we own in our... Uh, Ah, that's in our uh, growth, uh, ultra-growth fund. Uh, it had a nice report. Uh, I have 84% upside potential on that one. That comes from the Best Stocks Now app.com. And uh, ACGL is uh, had a very nice report. They had blowout earnings and premiums earned. It's an insurance company. 
So uh, that's that one. Okay, when we come back, there's a lot happening. What is it that's driving the market today? We're going to look underneath the surface of the market. This is Bill Gunderson and Barry Kite. We'll be right back. segment of today's best stocks now show we've got another turnaround in the market did you take your uh drama mean this morning motion sickness uh <laughs> now okay yeah, a, we're to the downside in the market it's like valentine's day there's Woo! a oh, it's a it's a wave of emotions i guess follow the bouncing ball <laughs> now you've got the dow down 264 the Nasdaq down 72. We don't know where it will end, uh, but it's been all over the place. Uh, you know, somebody must have said something here while we were doing the show. Maybe it was Mike Wilson at Morgan Stanley or one of the others there. When I saw a Bloomberg interview with one of uh, uh, Fed Governor, the the Richmond Fed Governor, you know, basically right after the CPI, but you know, of course. He must have not said anything that destroyed the market, right? Because whenever we got on the show, where you know, market was up. So yeah, it must be something in the in between, or somebody did a, who knows? Somebody did some calculation. They recalculated CPI. <laughs> who knows? They shoot down another balloon. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I just don't worry. I look at individual stocks throughout the day, uh, and obviously, I do track, you know, the the indexes. But I I look at way. More, I spend much, much more time looking underneath the surface. Right now, the two that are up in the Dow, Boeing is leading the way. Boeing's had a good year. I mean, what can I say? Boeing has uh, really uh, recovered. There's another turnaround play, recovering from, uh, man, they had a just a horrible time there for a long time. That's another South Carolina story. We're the other half of Boeing out here on the uh, East Coast. Nikki Haley was a big... Uh, uh, part of bringing Boeing to South Carolina. Uh, and Chevron is the other winner in the Dow today. At the S&P 500, a lot of these uh, companies that are moving are kind of earnings-related. Cadence. Uh, Cadence is a really, really good stock. C-D-N-S. That's Cadence Systems. Uh, they make design software. That's a nice report out of them today. Uh, I, I like it. It's just a little bit expensive, P.E. ratio of 43, but it's a 5.3%. It's the best performer in the S&P 500 so far. Uh, Zoetis is up 4.7. That's a, that's a pet. That's a ethical, that's a drug stock for pets, uh, which, you know, that's big business. It's an $81 billion company. It's up 4.7. Oh, yeah, and they'll spend money. Uh, on them synopsis is another very good stock they're in the semiconductor business that's a really good chart there on synopsis s n p s one of the great growth stocks of all time a little pricey at 41 times earnings uh, but a very good report from them tesla is up today 2.3 percent 
Tesla stalled out. It went from 100 to 200 in uh, one, two, three, four, five, six weeks. It doubled in six weeks. There, talk about, uh, you know, uh, drama mean. It looked like the short sellers were just muscling that thing lower. And now it's been like a short uh, covering uh, panic, a big one. A lot of those shorts have just been clobbered here as the stock went from 100 to 200. It's at 199 right now. And uh, one of their uh, areas of business where they, uh, I don't know if they manufacture in Buffalo, what they've got up there, they're trying to unionize. Enphase, which is kind of the solar stock. That's a terrible chart, just awful. Enphase is down 5%. And you're seeing, we've, we've noted that a lot of the uh, oil stocks, which tried to uh, green themselves and raise their ESG scores by also doing renewable energy pro- projects, uh, they most of them, several of them have announced, yeah, you know, <laughs> we're not going to put so much energy, so much money, so much investment into these projects because they're just not profitable enough for us. So anyways, uh, that's uh, that one. Okay, then we've got... Uh, uh, Newmont Mining is one of the losers on the S&P 500. That gold rally just came to a halt uh, when the dollar uh, started to rise once again. There, there's an inverse relationship between the U.S. dollar, <clears throat> which I track. There's an ETF, UUP. I look at it every day. When UUP is rising, gold is falling, and gold has lost a lot. Newmont has gone from 60 down to 46 in the last four weeks. Uh, and then this railroad, Norfolk Southern, I guess that's the one involved in the uh, another derailment. Would that is that their second derailment? Uh, that's in Spartanburg, South Carolina. That's about, what, two hours north of us? Yeah, right on the way to, I mean, basically right on the way to Asheville. Yes, and uh, that's a very big uh, city for that's we have a, there's a big BMW plant. Uh, believe it or not, a lot of BMWs are made in uh, South Carolina and shipped to Germany. How yeah, they get that? on they get on the ship right out here. You can go there's a yeah basically in the shipyard, and you can just see uh, I'm talking you know, parking lots full of brand new BMWs. <laughs> yeah. And that was another, I believe that was another accomplishment of Nikki Haley while she was the governor of the state. Now we go to the NASDAQ. Uh, well, let's check NVIDIA. It was up. It's still up. It's up 2.5% today. Good day out of uh, NVIDIA. Last time I looked, AMD was having a good deal. Wow, there's the chart of the day for me. Well, not really. It's faded a little bit, but it's shaping up nicely. Uh, AMD, uh, which we own, uh, is up 1.5% today. On the downside, a company that's really struggling, PayPal, that's a lousy chart. And the other one that's really struggling with this Microsoft AI news is the one that... (laughs) flopped when they debuted their ai google alphabet that's a lousy chart on alphabet so look it's a stock pickers market you can't just go out and buy big tech stocks because there's several that don't look good at all and others are flourishing right now Uh, and you can't just go out and buy growth stocks right now either you have to look at valuations you've got to look at uh, their products that they have 
Uh, are they falling behind the competition? In every sector, there's leaders and there's laggards. Uh, and you want to focus on the leaders. Now, if you'd like to talk to us, uh, give us a call. We've talked to a lot of people uh, this year. Uh, give us a call at 855-611-BEST, 855-611-BEST, uh, or begin with the newsletter and see the kind of work that we put in uh, before we select those stocks that enter into our portfolios. You get two free weeks of the newsletter at uh, GundersonCapital.com. That's GundersonCapital.com. Have a great day, everybody. This show is not a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Bill Gunderson or clients of Gunderson Capital Management may have long or short positions in stocks mentioned during the show. Gunderson Capital Management is a fee-based registered investment advisory firm. All accounts are held at Ameritrade. Ameritrade is a member of SIPC and FINRA.